0: Aggretsuko got really dark in season three. If you just finished the show and need a place to talk about it, then stay tuned. Hey guys, I'm McGann, and welcome to the Fangirl, where my last Retzuko video went over with uh, mixed reviews. If you didn't catch it, I called Haida a creeper and said that he needed to move on with his life and stop fixating on Retsuko. And then, as if the creators personally heard me, Season 3 came out where Haida is faced with the choice of either moving on with a spaniel-type dog who really likes him, or to continue fixating on Retsuko. After Haida getting super flop sweaty on the matter, Inui, the girl who actually liked Haida back in a healthy way, decides that she's just gonna step out of the picture because she can see that Haida's not gonna give up on Ratsuko ever. And to each their own and all, I mean, on the one hand, you can't really help how you feel, but on the other hand, uh, yeah, you kinda can if you let go and move on. And it's not like that kind of blind devotion is really even rewarded in the show. But let me cover the other major plot point of season 3 before we start dissecting the ending. At the end of season 2, Retsuko loses her donkey boyfriend to because he says he doesn't believe in marriage and that breaks Retsuko's heart. So in season 3, Retsuko gets herself a nice, safe VR boyfriend and then spends all of her life savings trying to keep him happy with microtransactions. That leaves Retsy broke when she accidentally hits Yodo's van. So Retsuko had no choice but to work for Mr. Leopard Man to pay off her debt. Now, the unexpected twist is that Hyodo is actually the manager of this little no-name pop band called OTM Girls, but he's not a very good manager. He spends too much on merch that doesn't sell, he's not good with accounting, he doesn't track their social media, and he accidentally catches Retsuko singing karaoke and goes, Hey, let's make this death metal girl the lead singer of our brand new song! Yeah, not, Hey, let's make a new band that's all death metal stuff and the two who can play next to each other and support one another, no no, he's all like, let's add a fourth singer to this pop star group when she doesn't sing poppy music. Brilliant! They'll never expect it! If you haven't seen season 3, that's like legit Hyodo's plan. And even though Retsuko only sings in that one song, it makes OTM Girls a rapidly climbing success. However, one fan takes offense to the change in music. Think of the ultimate hipster who is just so ultra mad that the cutesy girls he likes aren't doing all cutesy girly things and now they aren't such an underground band anymore because of it. In fact this kangaroo boy gets so angry that he follows Retsuko to her home and her work not to talk to her but to take photos from a distance and then post them online. Then he meets Retsuko in person and spends a full five to six minutes just emotionally tearing her apart and since those things weren't enough to scare Retsuko into quitting, the guy decides he's gonna buy a box cutter and try to slash Retsuko in the street from behind. Lucky for Retsuko though, Haida got a bad vibe from a phone call she was on and followed her outside. And I will totally give Haida some major credit here. He jumps a guy with an open blade and gets himself cut to save Retsuko without even thinking about it. In all sincerity, he probably saved her life because you don't know. Even with a box cutter, if he jams it in in too hard or if he cuts just the right place, you could bleed out in an instant. However, it's kind of a double-edged sword too. Because yeah, Haida's a hero in the moment, but let's not discount the fact that he's only a hero because he was stalking Retsuko already. And I'd be completely willing to let that go if this whole thing was something that just occurred in the moment. Like Haida was just hanging out and he happened to hear Retsuko on a phone call that sounded suspicious, so he followed her out of concern. That's kind of how it plays out, but in true Haida-ness, he'd already been stalking Retsuko for the entire season. When Haida and Gori get together and they decide that, hey, Retzi's doing something new and we want to know about it, they follow her around and true enough, Haida's not really wanting to do that at first. However, Gori's hand in this kind of comes to an end when they see Retsuko get on a plane and then Haida buys a plane ticket. He's not prompted to do that, he's not asked to do that, he just decides, hey, Retsuko's going out of town and I demand to find out why, I'm not gonna ask her directly even though she's like 10 feet in front of me for all this time. I'm gonna buy a plane ticket and get on there and follow her to an out-of-town show and not even go to the show and watch it, but just silently stalk her and mope. Now it's one thing to take notice of what a co-worker is doing around the workplace, but it's quite another to hunt them down the way Haida does Retsuko. And that's not to give Gori a free pass here either because she really is the one that nudged Haida into going with her. However, when you look at the goals between between Haida and Gori, they're really different. Gori wanted to find out what was going on with her friend so that she could help her because she felt shut out. It's not an excuse to act that way, don't get me wrong, but it is coming from more of a place of one friend wanting to help another friend. I think maybe Gori's mindset was like, oh, she must be in something really bad or dangerous and I gotta find this out because she can't talk about it. So I could see, you know, if somebody thought I was being abducted and they were my friend, I hope that they would sort of stalk me and see that I'm okay in that regard. Haida, on the other hand, is only stalking Rutsuko for his own gain. He wants to know, is she dating someone, or what information can I get to manipulate her into dating me? Maybe he's even trying to fill some hero-syndrome need that he's gonna be her protector whether she wants it or not. But whatever way you want to justify Haida's behavior, it's not a healthy way to start a relationship. Although, I guess the bottom line here is that Haida's stalker tendencies actually saved Retsuko from an attack, and that really makes this a muddled issue for whether the show is condoning stalking or not. The attack though really shakes up Retsuko, and she leaves work to stay with her parents, which is the only place she feels safe. And I don't blame her for that one bit, it is horrifying to feel that out of control with your life because some rando just decided to target you for assault. But, like any good addict, Haida starts freaking out that he can't obsess over Retsuko in person, finds out that they're a perfect match on Gory's new dating app that Tadano tweaked, and then he goes to drag Retsuko back to her regular life, whether she's mentally well enough to return or not. And for any non watchers who are not clear, it's implied that Tadano fixed the app to force Retsuko and Haida to be a perfect match on there, so I mean, it's not even like, yeah, we really should be soulmates. Which, actually brings up an interesting question as to whether Tadano is trying to help or harm Retsuko at this point. Like are they cool or is he mad about the breakup and he wants to kind of get back at her by sending her this crazy fanboy of hers? Either way it doesn't really matter to Haida though, it's the sign he wanted to keep pursuing Retsuko. So he goes to Retsuko's parents house, snatches her up and forces her to go to karaoke to confess his feelings for her. And oh my gosh Haida can do death mem- too so they're a perfect match right? Yay! Really you start to think that this is gonna turn into some happily ever after ending where Retsuko and Haida end up together but Retsuko takes that mic and completely shreds apart Haida's feelings. She tells him once again that she's not interested in a romantic relationship with him. She tells him that he's just projecting stuff onto her and that doesn't make her happy they don't even really know each other. Let me just throw in the clip here for all the people who are mega Team Haida who won't accept that Ratsuko has said no and that they're some perfect couple. Grow up already, Haida. Your feelings aren't my responsibility. You barged into my bedroom without a second thought. Where do you get off telling me how to live? How dare you? Because no matter what I decide, it's not your decision, Haida. It's mine! Quest is a burden is here to save the day, trust in you, huh? It doesn't work that way, you just said you wanna be where I belong, you think that crap is all can we please close this silly discussion that Retsuko just hasn't been blunt enough for Haida to know to move on? Even before season 3, Retsuko has very clearly stated that what Haida is doesn't align with what she wants out of a life partner, and she even directly told him no during the hospital scene in the special. Now there's no excuses left. Retsuko wasn't coy, she didn't dodge the question, she wasn't indirect, she didn't say, well, I like you as a friend. She said you don't really know me, leave me alone. And Haida still won't back off. While Retsuko's venting out all of her pent-up rage over the last few weeks, Haida's over there telling her, let's punch him back. Let's, meaning let us. So even with a direct, no, I don't want to be with you, is making it clear that he's not going to drop his pursuit. And guys, just because is an animal doesn't make this behavior cute. It's fine to crush on someone. It's fine to take your time to heal from rejections. But Haida is so flat out delusional that he just mentally blocks it out when Retsuko says, I'm not interested, dude. Guys, when someone tells you, no, I want you to stop doing this, it doesn't mean, hey, stick around and try to convince Convince me, And at the rate he's going, what's to stop Haida from turning into Kangaroo Boy himself over the next few seasons? Just because Haida as a stalker was the lesser of two evils doesn't mean that he's a good guy. And it truly disturbs me how many people think that he's either really cute with what he's doing or he's a good guy on the inside so it doesn't matter that he acts like that. I don't know how much more plainly to put this, but you don't know what someone's intentions are when they stalk you. Heck, if they're doing it right, you don't even know that they're stalking you! And as season 3 showed us with an obsessed kangaroo, it can become dangerous to blow off these behaviors as being nothing serious. Not to mention, it puts real-life women in danger when you romanticize stalking as part of dating culture. And threats like this against women are out there constantly to where many police officers don't even take it seriously. And that means the public's outrage on these kind of behaviors really needs to change. It's not a rom-com when you track a woman down to force her to talk to you, it's a horror movie. So thank you Haida for saving Retsuko's life in season 3, but you really need to move on with your life in season 4 and beyond. And I do want to address the people who say that Haida storming into Retsuko's parents really helped her. So let me say this point blank, every person handles trauma differently and there is no right or wrong answer, nor is there a timeline to heal. Sometimes to feel better Better, you have to lock yourself away in a safe place for as long as you need to. There's no like, okay, it's been a week, you've had enough time. Time is a social construct, not a mental one. What Haida essentially did was rip Retsuko out of her safety net because, pfft, Why should she need her parents to feel safe when she could have me? It's a whole on kind of thing. And the result of that is that Retsuko quit OTM Girls. Would she have done that either way? I mean, we don't know, but she did love being a part of that group and she had weeks to contact Monica or anybody else and say, hey, I just don't think I can come back, but she didn't. As someone who's walked many miles in those kind of shoes, I read the ending as Haida pushed Retsuko so hard that she gave up the things she loved doing to feel safe because Haida ruined her healing process. Yes, I know, Retsuko got to vent at Haida through karaoke, so that was helpful, but come on, she would have gotten back to vent on her own terms and without an audience. She's 25 years old, she doesn't need a caretaker to tell her how she feels or how she needs to process grief. And it's really not even done so that Haida can help Retsuko herself, he just wants to fix her so that he can have her. So now, instead of feeling safe in the comfort of mom and dad's home, Retsuko is trying to feel safe through the obscurity of a bland, boring office job that she's repeatedly said doesn't fulfill her. And just because Retsuko seems okay on the surface doesn't mean that she has a handle on all of her issues. She's just shoving them down and pretending to move on because people are harassing her to hurry up and be better already. I might be overthinking it, but that's literally my job. I want to die, my Jerry pie. Man, I miss Pa Rappa. Then who was that other one? Unjamalami. I can still hear the music beats in my head. I'm a loser, 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 and it's okay. Well, family members, we're almost done, but I want to invite you to hang out with me in some other places. I'm on Twitter and Instagram as my own personal self, and I have a Facebook page too. But I mostly just post photos over there. And sometimes people say, "Hey, McGann, I want to mail you something. How do I do that?" Easy. Just click the About tab on my channel page, and my most current PO box info will be right there. I also run another channel, The Family. It's really a hodgepodge channel where we might post anything. Oh yeah, and I also sell shirts and stickers and stuff with the Fanily and the Fangirl logos. If that is your cup of tea, I have a link in every description of every video. Finally, if you want to help out the Fangirl channel and make sure I'm putting out video essays for years to come, the best way you can help is by subscribing and watching more of my videos, whether they're new, old, whatever. Maybe even share one or two on social media, help spread the word. People who watch to the end of videos like you helps to tell the site, hey, this is a good video. We should recommend it to other people. So if you made it this far, leave me a comment of something like, hey, I made it to the end. Love ya. See you next time, family members. Bye.